evening. Welcome to a very special Conversations with Scott Douglas. Um, um, this is going to be the most unique, I don't know, maybe not most unique, certainly the first time we've ever done a conversation with Scott Douglas where the conversation is only with Scott Douglas. No guest tonight. Well, I do have this trusty, well-traveled clipboard with all of my notes and stats that I'm going to need to be quoting throughout with me. So that's my guest for tonight. And I thank everybody for joining here on the Scott Douglas Media Channel on, on Twitch and, of course, on our podcast platforms. Uh, the show is all about uh, what had become a tradition pre-pandemic. Certainly it was a tradition during the days that Monster Jam World Finals was in Las Vegas. So if you'll indulge me, I thought we'd start the program tonight by kind of going back to how Scott Douglas, not being a professional handicapper, um, started creating odds for the Monster Jam World Finals field each and every year and uh, talk a little bit about how I put them together and then we're going to put the numbers out there and uh, I hope I expect the chat room to be busy with the ones that uh, I always take a little bit of grief I'll get a lot of grief on some of them tonight I'm sure but um, it, it's fun to do and um, hopefully it's a great talking point to get uh, maybe just a little more excitement built into Monster Jam World Finals so uh, no Monster Jam gear on tonight because I want to be clear this is Scott Douglas's odds it's not sanctioned by Feld Entertainment or by Monster Jam it's just something that uh, I do have fun doing and a lot of you have enjoyed over the years you know what happened and, and this was back more than 15 years ago. And I even tried to do a little research, and I think I've explained before to folks on, on my programming that um, keeping a lot of records is not something I did a lot over the years or a lot of mementos. I kind of wish I had now, as, as we, we you know saw with the TNT Unfinished Business event. Um, a, lot, a lot of people do keep that stuff, and, and I haven't. But so I know it's been at least 15 years. I'm pretty sure... It wasn't the first couple of years uh, that Monster Jam World Finals, which started, of course, in, in 2000 in Las Vegas. But it was a few years into that process that I was writing columns every week at MonsterJam.com. And when you're doing something weekly, it's kind of like with this program I do here. You're constantly trying to come up with a different idea or a different guest or, in the case of writing columns, somebody different to interview or a different theme to talk about in the space that week. And obviously, with all the focus on Monster Jam World Finals and the fact that it was in the gambling capital of the world, the Mecca, Las Vegas, well, then that all just kind of clicked for me. But when you see the odds, and if you've, you've followed them in the past or what you're going to see tonight, is that... Today's world of betting, and some of you, I guarantee, you know a lot more about it than I do. Um, you know, it, it's plus 140 or minus 150 and this over and that under. The odds that I set up actually are more, are, are more what's the word, um, following after what you would see for a horse race. And that's just because of where I come from. I, you know, grew up. Uh, a lot of my life in the Louisville, Kentucky area, and, and, and most of my life has been spent either in the north, just north of Louisville or in Owensboro, Kentucky. And Kentucky, of course, horse racing capital. I trust a lot of people watch the Kentucky Derby, and, and that payoff the other day with that amazing story of an 80-to-1 long shot winning the Derby. So um, that's where my understanding and a little bit that I know about handicapping comes into play. So this is my amateur handicapping. And so what I do is, is very similar in, in the way that I would lay out a morning line odds. The idea is that I would create the morning line odds if this were actually bet, which of course it's not. This is, as I like to say, for recreational use only, it's for fun. Um, some of these lines would change dramatically because, and, and I'm going to explain why in a minute, there are some interesting bets that I've added in here, not just everybody getting one number, to where there's some group bets that would clearly attract some attention, and as more people bet 
on a certain number, no matter what the number started at, it's going to come down as more money goes in on it. And then those who have less money bet on them, their odds actually grow. So this is kind of like when they do the post draw at the Kentucky Derby or they will at the Preakness here in a couple of weeks. The professional handicappers there look at the field, determine who they think should be the favorites, and then it becomes on the betting public. And they end up changing the odds to what you end up getting at race time. And when you're holding that ticket, what your payout is going to be. So that's where my, like I call them, amateur handicapping skills come from, if they're skills at all. And that's how I basically lay it out, looking at the entire Monster Jam World Finals field. So I'm going to do it again this year. It's always been in writing before, so it's going to be fun to do it on the, uh, the podcast and the streaming platform this time around. And we're just going to go through it. Josh has done a great job helping me uh, uh, build some graphics in here that we'll go through as we unveil uh, how I do the odds. Now, I mentioned a moment ago that one of the things that, that I like to do to make it a little bit different is have uh, a few group bets in there to where you get more than one entry for your money. So the two ways that, that I do that um, are with team entries. So you'll see that as it comes up, the team overboard and team scream will both be one betting entry. And the idea is if we were betting on this and you put your $5 or your $10 or your $100 down, you would get, if you put it on that, on team overboard, you'd get both Jamie Garner and Cole Bernard. If you put it on team scream, you'd get both Corey Rummel and Jim Kohler. So just a lot of people like a little more for their money. And that's a fun way to do it. The other thing I do in both racing and freestyle that we'll start with, and it's going to have the longest number on it, but there's no way it would go off as the longest number because it would be a popular bet. And it's what's called a field bet. There's something you don't see anymore. But again, back when I was growing up and watching Kentucky derbies, my understanding, and again, I'm not an expert uh, on horse racing by any means, but my understanding is because of the technology of the day, there were only so many uh, paramutual numbers, if you will, that the system was set up to handle. Let's say it was 15, 14. And so what they would do in handicapping the one time of the year that the Churchill Downs had a 20-horse race, the Kentucky Derby, or maybe it was 19, some years, 18, what they would do was then take several of the uh, horses in the field that were not considered favorites, and they would do it with longer shots than I, than I did, and I'll explain it here in a minute, but they would create a field bet. And I, I swear, anytime I went to Churchill Downs in those days or, or was placing a bet recreationally, however we used to do it, uh, I would always put at least $2 on the field because you got five or six horses for your money. And I half the time wouldn't even know who was in the field. But if a field horse was going to come in, I'd have I'd have that two dollar ticket. So I, I just think that's fun, and I thought we'd put that in there, and uh, and and, and we will have some group betting and just something a little else to talk about and, and have some fun with. So I think that sets up pretty much everything that, that that I wanted to to lay out before we start. This is just something that's really fun, something I've enjoyed doing over the years. I really enjoyed getting the reaction. I don't mind taking the heat from people who, and everybody's got their own opinion. So I expect the chat room to have a lot of, of uh, disagreement with me tonight. And that's cool. Love it. Put it in there. Um, I, and I know a lot of people uh, used to enjoy them coming out. I could always expect mo most years that I did it at monsterjam.com that as soon as the odds came out, I would get a text from Tom Metz. And depending on where I had put Tom in the, in the odds, it would either be blasting me or telling me I'd finally woke up a genius one morning. And it just depended on where I put him in the odds. Uh, we'll see what he thinks if he gets a look at these or he'll listen to these once we put them out. So what we're going to do is we're going to get, we got to, again, the show won't be quite as long tonight because it's just me talking. So let me go ahead and get reset. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we'll start this off and we'll start by revealing 
the odds in racing, and we're going to do them from the bottom to the top. So the last name that I give you is who I'm going to be listing as the favorite in these morning line odds. Hey, real quick, just want to remind everybody, we appreciate your support of the program. Uh, if you're not a subscriber to my Twitch channel, we'd love to have you become a subscriber. Easy to do. Again, just click the About button on the Twitch page. And again, subscriptions are as low as $4.99 per month. That's a monthly subscription. Again, most of the time, they are one month at a time. So if you've been a subscriber and you think it may have run out, do us a favor and just go in. And uh, we'd love to have you stick with us and subscribe for another month. Uh, again, as low as $4.99. Amazon Prime members, you already have it paid for. You can be a subscriber to this channel just because Amazon Prime, as one of the benefits you get as a Prime member, they allow you to select any one Twitch.tv channel and you get a complimentary subscription for a month. So many of you have used the Prime uh, membership and that helps us a lot and we appreciate it. If you have, just remember that one definitely has to be renewed every 30 days. If you stay an Amazon Prime member, you can just go back in and you know renew your subscription right there. The other thing that helps us out a lot on the Twitch page is to hit the follow button and be sure to do that. Again, it's just something else that, that helps the numbers and really help keep this program going. Again, this is my, my Monster Jam World Finals preview week because next week we'll be on the road. Um, I'll be all week in Orlando at Monster Jam World Finals. So we're doing the odds tonight. Tomorrow night, thrilled to be joined by some real experts as the Monster Jam TV broadcast team, Leslie Mears, Scott Jordan, Colt Stevens, they'll all be here, and we'll have an extensive look ahead to Monster Jam World Finals 21. We're also going to plan next week some special additions to the podcast lineup. And uh, this program here, we're going to put in the, put in the, uh, the podcast form. We're going to have uh, some others, and we're going to actually do a special uh, non-video, audio-only podcast next week from Orlando. We'll tell you when that drops. Again, just if you want to download some stuff, if you're traveling in for a long way for Monster Jam World Finals, hopefully we'll give you something cool to listen to. So again, make sure you're you're checking out my podcast availability uh, to Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Look for Conversations with Scott Douglas. Okay, let's get to the break, and we come back, and we start with the racing odds right after this. At PNC Bank, we believe in the power of the watch out. The make way coming through. Great. The storm alert. Dad. And the subtle but effective ding. That's why we created Low Cash Mode, the financial watch out that gives you the options and time needed to help you avoid overdraft fees. It's one way we're making a difference. Because we believe how you handle overdraft should be in your control, not just your bank's. Low Cash Mode on Virtual Wallet from PNC Bank. All right, this is going to be the edition where I better get my glasses out. I'm trying to keep an eye on the chat room. Appreciate everybody throwing some comments in there and the excitement. And, and again, I'm, uh, uh, Josh will let me know if there's anything I need to pay attention to in there that you guys really disagree with. But let's go ahead and get started with the release. Again, as I always like to say, for recreational purposes only, all for fun. But this is uh, Scott Douglas' version of the Monster Jam World Finals 21 Morning Line Odds for Racing. Again, we'll start at the bottom of the list and work our way up to the top. And the last name is the one that I'm listing as the morning line favorite. So as I just talked about, the field bet is an interesting one. And I've got one in each. So we're going to start with the field bet at the longest number, even though, again, it would come down. Because when I take five drivers and trucks and put them in the field, there's not necessarily, I'm saying, these are the lowest five on the list. And when you see the names, you'll see they're not. The idea is to select five drivers who I would not have put in the top 10. I will say that in terms of the morning line odds and then group them as what would be a fun bet. So let's see what our field bet is going to be. And again, we're going to put the field at 30 to one and that will include the following names. And you can read along with me right there. Mark List and El Toro Loco, Kristen Anderson and Gravedigger, Cynthia Gautier and Lucas Oil Stabilizer, Caleb Blood and Soldier Fortune, Nick Pagliarulo and Crackett. So 
again, there's some interesting names on that list. And some people certainly capable of springing some upsets. Mark List had a had a heck of a year uh, winning some races, especially early on. Um, and again, we've seen everyone. And Kristen Anderson, obviously, is the Arena Series champion. But Kristen, not as high. Uh, or low odds, if you would say, or as high on the list in racing as she will be in freestyle because, in all honesty, uh, the amazing season that she had, it clearly was freestyle more than anything else that drove Kristen to her becoming the first woman ever to win a Monster Jam Series championship, and we congratulate her for that. But she would be interesting, and again, the whole idea with the field is you want some people in there that people would want to put a little money down on and be interested in, and obviously she's got a great fan base, as do uh, Cynthia Gautier, Kayla Blood, and uh, again, so much excitement for Nick Pagliarulo and Kraken being added in there as well. Um, I'm looking at the list, and that's it. Yeah, those are the five. So that it is at 30 to 1 and our field bet. Okay, next on the list at 25 to 1, Brianna Mahan in Whiplash. I like Brianna's experience. Again, the, a couple of the things that I, I didn't touch on earlier, I will quickly here. When I'm putting these odds together, I, I look at experience, um, and certainly world finals experience because that's a different stage. With this being a different track that nobody's ever run before, that really throws it wide open in, in a lot of ways. But some of the, I, I like previous world finals experience. I like the ability to adapt to that pressure and that stage. That certainly matters a lot. And then statistically, I took a big look at stats, and uh, before I get off the show, I, I want to thank all the, the AV managers and competition managers who helped me out. But we're going to put Brianna Mahan and Whiplash on the board at 25-1. to 1. Next choice is our team screen entry. So with, with this bet, you get two for one. And again, this is just in horse racing. They, they'll, they'll do an entry of one and one A generally if the horses are owned by the same stable or the same owner. Well, here, obviously, we have two trucks with the team screen ownership. So we're going to group them in a bet at 22 to one. Obviously, those of you who know these guys know that their freestyle odds are going to be a whole lot lower than 22 to one Jim struggled a little bit in racing this year Corey Rommel actually had a winning record uh, on a very tough um, um, monster jam tour matter of fact let me pull that up real quick because I, I, I was just noting that earlier that this team known for freestyle but Corey Rommel actually was 28 and 23 in rounds of racing this year so pretty good uh, run for Corey as he continues um, to develop as a rising star and certainly he's shown he's at the top level and is uh, great to see him at Monster Jam World Finals again and of course Jim Kohler will keep his streak going of competing in every World Finals up to this point next on our list John Gordon with Bad Company Comes in at 20 to 1, fast racer. No, he knows how to race. He's going to adapt to the course well. Again, I always, as a general rule, uh, as a general rule, will put longer odds on drivers who haven't uh, had the world finals pressure before. Uh, but John Gordon, very deserving. Bad company's going to be fun to watch. I expect he can be very fast. And, and if he gets a, a feel for the track, he could be one that could shake up the qualifying and the brackets quite a bit. But on the morning line odds, we'll go with, again, him being a newcomer in there and coming in at 20 to 1. Next on the list at 18 to 1, Tristan England and Earthshaker. I'm not going to just automatically say that the stadium guys have an advantage, whether they do or they don't. I think the fact that the um, I think the fact that this course nobody's driven before, and because it's going to have you know all the different intricacies to it, uh, more turning, uh, some short bursts, might actually play into some of these better arena racers. 
Tristan certainly being one of them. And the idea that um, it's been really impressive to watch when I've seen arena event racing events, how some of these uh, uh, drivers and certainly Tristan fits into this group have really kind of mastered that cutting the great light, burst off the line, getting the speed as quick as you can, then being able to make the turn, then getting back on it. I think that may come into play on this track at Monster Jam World Final. So I'm not necessarily just going to say, it's oh, the stadium guys to the top and then the arena guys behind them. You'll see the odds aren't working that way. Tristan England certainly would be an interesting play, and you can get some good money. Tristan gets a, gets a hot run going at World Finals, and somebody's taking that bet, you put $10 on that, that'd be 180 bucks coming back. Not too bad a return on Tristan England and Earthshaker. All right, next on the list, another better, another guy that I think a lot of people would like. That's Cody Saussier and Dragon. Cody, uh, again, expected to be, uh, although he's an awfully good freestyler, expected to be more of a threat in racing. Certainly, I would put him uh, in the dark horse category, 15 to 1 odds, not bad, and somebody worth watching. So Cody Saussier, Dragon had a really, really strong racing year. Matter of fact, I might as well go back to the stat page again. So Cody Saussier um, this year, again, getting a lot more runs because arenas, you, you run more events and run more rounds. Uh, Cody, 68 and 19. So that's one of the best racing records uh, that we see. And so uh, I'm already seeing in the chat room, they think Cody should be higher. And uh, that's one it was I had to struggle with a little bit. But in this field, there's so much talent. So I'm going to settle Cody in at 15 to 1, knowing that that one could come back to bite me. All right, next on our list, that's going to be our team overboard entry. They're coming in at 12 to 1. So for your 12 to 1, you get Jamie Garner in overboard and Colvinard in Black Pearl, both with one vet, one bet. Um, you know, Jamie was really impressive in 2021, a little more up and down in 2022, but certainly um, it's great to see him in Monster Jam World Finals. Colvinard finished fourth on an absolutely stacked tour, and he's had his share of wins all over the place, racing, freestyle. You know, I remember when we got to uh, uh, be inducted, Dennis Anderson and I in the Monster Jam Hall of Fame in Orlando, Orlando, Florida, again, which is where we're going, uh, back a little more than a year ago. It was Cole who actually won the overall event championship that night. So team overboard, certainly worth dark horse consideration. And again, if you were betting it, you'd get two trucks for your money at 12 to 1. Just outside of the top 10, and this is where uh, my partner in crime here, Josh Lee, this is the one he questioned me on, um, and I would imagine several people are going to as well. Charlie Pawkin at 10 to 1, again, former Monster Jam World Freestyle champion, has you know had uh, not as much success in the racing side of previous Monster Jam World Finals. Um, not a bad overall record this year on a very, very tough stadium tour. 29 wins, 20 losses. And he did actually uh, win three racing championships. So, again, he's a guy who we're going to have to keep our eye on for sure. But he comes in at 10 to 1. All right. So that's the top 10. Let's now – or I'm sorry, excuse me. That, that gets us up to the top 10. So now let's look who I have in the top 10 spots on the odds for Monster Jam World Finals 21. In the 10th spot, the 10th selection, and I've just messed myself up. I'm glad that uh, Josh is on top of things because I mixed my paperwork up so I can just read what he's got. All right, back in action. Bryce Kenny, the Great Clips Mohawk Warrior, coming in at 8-1. to one. Again, Bryce is another one who just has continued to develop, and his, his just competitive fire is something that always impresses me. And the other thing about Bryce is he's another guy who just seems to have that knack for really being able to rise to the occasion at certain points in the game. And so, um, again, again, a very solid record this year, 31-19, uh, and did have three racing finals victories this year. So Bryce Kenny is the number 10 selection at 8-1. to one. The number 9 selection, Weston Anderson. 
Grave Digger, seven to one. Um, I don't think it'll be another year before he's a lot higher on this list. Um, the bottom line is, first time out, I don't think I've ever put anybody with this low of odds first time out. I've also been clear on this show, and anybody who will listen to me, Weston Anderson has just turned in the greatest rookie season that I believe we've ever seen in the sport of Monster Jam. He picks up on things so quickly. We saw it you know, early on in his season. Um, he had nothing for Cody Saussier. You know, anytime he pulled to the line and racing against Cody, he was beat. That took about a month for him to figure that out. And then Weston really started getting it going to the point where he ended up at the end of the year, 54 and 32. And I guarantee you a lot of those 32 win uh, losses, excuse me, were in that first um, uh, month of the year and ended up winning eight racing championships on that very, very tough tour that he was on. So again, a rookie like no other, He's going to be higher on the list than any other rookie I can ever remember. Weston Anderson and Gravedigger is our number nine choice at seven to one. The eighth choice in the morning line odds. We're going to go with a little Orlando magic here. Bari Musauer and Zombie. Six to one odds. Um, Bari's numbers aren't going to be as good from the season as some of the others. Now, this is one where I'm putting these numbers totally with other factors in play. And certainly the last time we saw Bari Musauer and Zombie, um, you know, obviously almost winning the world championship in Orlando, you know, the town he now calls home, family and friends everywhere. And Barry Musauer has showed us over the years that he is one of those who, as I just talked about with Bryce, really rises to the occasion. So Barry Musauer is a player here. And keep your eye on Zombie. He's going to go off at six to one. Next on our list. And this one, some people probably would think should be a little closer to the top, but I think he's right there in the mix. But at five to one odds, you still get a pretty good return on a former Monster Jam World Finals racing and freestyle champion in Todd LaDuke and Blue Thunder. You know, the, the competition that we saw this year um, on all the tours, but certainly in the, the battle for these point championships and the intensity week after week. So a guy like Todd LaDuke and Blue Thunder comes in, and I mean, he, he doesn't have to think about it in terms of, oh, I got to gear up. I mean, they've been geared up all year. LaDuke, with his uh, off-road racing background, is another one who I think is going to have a great opportunity to adapt to a course that nobody else has run on before. So if, if I was – when I reanalyze this, I may say to myself, boy, you should have had LaDuke higher. But for right now, Todd is the number seven choice at five to one. Might surprise you as well with the number six choice. Adam Anderson, four to one in Gravedigger. Um, no doubt about his accomplishments. No doubt about his ability at, at Monster Jam World Finals. No doubt about what Adam Anderson can do anywhere, anytime. And he's coming off absolutely a great season. That's why he is near the top of the contender. So his racing record this year, 57 and 17. So that's strong and uh, getting 14 total racing wins. Although he had a, uh, a nice mixture as well of both arenas and stadiums. Most of his work was in stadiums, but he did run some arenas. So he's got a real good run coming in and great momentum. I've got him at four to one. Certainly anytime you say Adam Anderson, you know, you're talking about a legitimate contender, but so is everybody at the top of this list. All right, let's go to the top five. My number five pick at seven to two odds is Tyler Menega in Gravedigger. Tyler's numbers were, were really off the chart this year. And I want to want to go to the list again. So Tyler um, in racing, 39 and 19. So that's winning more than two out of three uh, every time. But when he's on a roll, 
here's the interesting number. He won 13 final rounds. So clearly, when he's losing those 19 times, for whatever the reason, it's coming early. Tyler's one to watch if he gets on a roll. Wins his first round. Maybe he qualifies well. Maybe he doesn't. But let's say he wins his first couple of rounds. Confidence, getting on a roll. That could spur him to a possibility of winning his first Monster Jam World Racing Championship. So right now, he's a definite top contender. I've got him rated as number five in this field. My number four pick, Brandon Vincent. Gravedigger driver at three to one. Love what this guy has done this year. Brandon Vincent, to me, is the mentality that has permeated through the gravedigger drivers not named Anderson. And they, you know, the ones named Anderson, we know about. We know about their greatness. There's something about some of the drivers who have, over the years, driven for gravedigger not named Anderson. Pablo Huffaker, Gary Porter, Randy Brown. I could go on with a few others. The idea... And Pablo, but I just can't put Pablo. They're all the same to me because they all came in. If they were going to do five events in Uniondale, New York, they rolled into town expecting to win all five of them and win every competition. And they were almost disappointed if they lost one here or lost one there. Brandon Vinson comes in with that same mentality. Every single race, the consistency that he has and, and, and his ability to just really stay after it. Gets a big points lead, he doesn't care. He's going strong, and he's going... And I also mentioned this earlier, and I'll mention it again. The fact that this course is going to be totally different, unlike the one we ran a couple of years ago where you started out in the long end and just basically a J-hook uh, with that unique setup, which was cool. This is going to be totally different than that. And I think the arena drivers who are schooled on arena racing may be at less of a disadvantage because this course to me, and again, I haven't seen anybody run it yet. I may change my opinion once we get there and start practicing. But I think the idea of short bursts of power, of cutting great lights, short bursts of power and cutting tight turns and on making all these quick moves, I think Brandon Vincent is designed to be a real contender. And as long as he can handle the pressure of the moment, which I believe he will, I've got Brandon Vincent as the fourth choice in the odds. All right, let's go to the top three. Number three, Tom Metz, Max D, five to two. Um, the idea that Tom is in the downward stages of his career, I don't know how long his career is going to go, but it's not over yet, and he's proven it wrong. Coming away with maybe the most exciting uh, certainly in the stadium's battle for a points championship this year, coming up with a way to do it. Now, Tom's racing record is not as impressive as, as the others at the top of the list, 34-28 this year. I, when I get to Tom Mentz on these um, odds, most of that kind of stuff goes out the window. Tom and this event, as we all know, are synonymous with each other. His legacy is built as uh, everywhere in Monster Jam, but certainly on what he has done at Monster Jam World Finals. He has always approached this event like no other. I've seen years where Tom, and this goes back about a decade or so, but Tom comes in having not won all year and, and just looked like he just wasn't the Tom Mentz of old. What happened? And he comes in and he wins the Monster Jam. Oops, a little issue there. Um, and he comes in and he wins the Monster Jam World Finals Championship. So bear with me there. I get uh, get rolling when I'm talking about Tom and what I've seen him do. The other thing I like about Tom Mintz is the fact that um, he just has the ability to adapt. And obviously, 
you know, he lives his life in it. You know, he's got MJU there. If he wants to go practice turns, he can probably go out there and practice turns tonight if he wanted to. Um, Tom Mentz is going to be a player. It will not surprise me if he wins another World Racing Championship. That's why I'm sitting here at 5-2. to two. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I just think it could be a big year for Tom Mentz. All right, so who do I have in the number two slot? Camden Murphy, Bakugan Dragonite. When I first did my first draft of these odds, I had Camden Murphy in the one slot. I had him as the favorite um, for a lot of reasons. I think Camden brings so many things to this stage that are going to help him. Again, I, I go back now here. He's had a very, very successful year uh, on the racetrack. And again, the total for Camden Murphy was uh, 33 wins over the course of the year and, uh, and 19 defeats, five uh, finals victories on a very, very solid tour, a very tough tour. So he's had a great season running. What The things I like about Camden, he's always fast. Even when he doesn't win, he's fast. And the fact is that we're looking at a track that is going to be different than anybody's driven before. Yeah, it, it's not like, you know, all of a sudden they're on a road course or something. But this is going to be different. Camden's experience in both Monster Jam, NASCAR, and in his other racing backgrounds I think is going to give him the opportunity to adapt very quickly. He's going to have more of a mental book, if you will, uh, and may not even go back to Monster Jam. I remember when I rode this or I did this or we on this course. He's got a lot of that that he can draw upon. He's fast. He's competitive. And I think, and we've talked about it on this show, that there's still a little bit of a chip there that um, it was his truck, Bakugan Dragonoid, that Ryan Anderson drove the last year's stadium or the uh, stadium tour championship he's come back with a fire this year he's thrilled to be back but i think he's felt like he's had to have something to prove i think he shows up in orlando with a lot to prove i've got him as the second choice of two to one again i originally had him as my number one choice but then i got to looking at the stats and the stats tell me that the number one choice and the favorite to win the world racing championship is ryan anderson and son of a digger powered by hoonigan i've got him at seven to five odds so that simply means if you put up $5, you're only going to win seven if he wins it in this betting. The thing that, that separated the two, Ryan Anderson has clearly had the, the, the best year on the racetrack. When you look at the numbers, or one of the best years on the racetrack, 50 wins, 12 losses, and 11 final round wins. That's a sensational season for anybody, of course. But the other thing is that they were on the same tour. And uh, so I, I luckily, Josh Lee was a competition manager, took a quick phone call to analyze some of these numbers. And so what ended up pushing me over to Ryan and making Camden second rather than the other way around is that head to head, Ryan's batting almost 70 percent against head to head against Camden Murphy, son of a digger powered by Hoonigan with Ryan Anderson behind the wheel against Camden Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid in a race this year. Ryan's won seven of them. Camden's won four of them. That's the little edge that tips it over and makes Ryan Anderson as the number one choice and the favorite to win racing at Monster Jam World Finals 21. So will he be, as we take a look at the entire list, we'll show you this again at the end. We'll put this up again at the end of the program and, and go over it here to, toward the top of the hour. Again, probably just going to go an hour tonight. I don't think you can uh, need to listen to me talk for two hours, but we want to get all of the odds in. So we've got the racing odds in. I'm going to take a commercial break. 
And when we come back, we'll go to the freestyle odds. But I got to take an opportunity to say thank you once again to my friends at PNC Bank. Great sponsors of this program. Great sponsors of motorsports for years and years and all the different markets that they serve. Check out their websites, pnc.com. Pretty much anything you need to do financially, they'll take care of it for you right there with that one click of the button at pnc.com. As well as a big thanks to Lucas Oil. LucasOil.com is the website, and again, not only for great products, and you will get the best products when you take a look at LucasOil.com, and boy, with the gas prices, make sure you're using that LucasOil gas treatment. I, I use it every tank now. It's just got to maximize that mileage. But again, all so many cool things at Lucas Oil, and, and everybody watching this show I know knows what an incredible sponsor Lucas Oil has been for grassroots organizations. They certainly have been for all the programming and the different types of events that I've been a part of. So big thanks uh, once again to the entire Lucas family, and I encourage you to check out their website, site lucasoil.com. And if you'd like to be a sponsor of my programming, my Twitch show, my podcast, um, all you got to do is drop me a line, and you can contact me through my website. It's scottdouglasmedia.com, created by Overdrive Reality and Matt Isbell's company. Big thanks to them. Go on there. Again, you hit the contact page. Just let me know you're interested in sponsoring the program, and I'll get right back to you. You can also find information if you'd like to use my voice for voiceover work. You need some vocal coaching. I do that online and virtually. All that's available at scottdouglasmedia.com. All right. I've got Ryan Anderson, a son of a digger, powered by Hoonigan at the top of the racing odds. Who's going to be at the top of the freestyle odds? Well, we'll start from the bottom and work our way up right after this. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original core four products, heavy duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil, it works. Welcome back to the special Monster Jam World Finals edition of Conversations with Scott Douglas. Tonight, it's my release of the Scott Douglas, morning line odds for Monster Jam World Finals 21. Before we get to the freestyle odds, I did want to say a big thanks to all of the uh, AV and competition managers on the various Monster Jam tours. Uh, somebody from each tour helped me out with stats. Of course, Josh Lee from Stadium Yellow, because uh, Josh and I obviously worked together a lot. He was able to get me a lot of information. Phil V, great job as he compiled the list of everybody in the world finals and one loss records for them. Uh, really appreciate Phil getting me a lot of stats over Ron Ergot as well, Dan Freiberg, Pat Cousineau, all those guys who work hard behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. Um, I just want to give them a shout-out because, again, they helped me put these odds together. And, again, just like with the decision between Ryan and Camden as to who I was going to have number one in the racing odds, those stats ended up tipping the scale in, in, in uh, Ryan Anderson's direction. All right, so for freestyle, we're again going to start with a field bet. So we'll make it at 35 to 1. And again, this is not necessarily the five that I think are least likely to win, but they're not ones I would have in the top 10. So we're going to group them into what would be a fun bet. And you're going to see some people in there. Yes, I could see, because we know anything can happen at Monster Jam World Finals Freestyle. We've seen it as recently as 2019. Um, you know, I didn't make odds that year. Luckily, I didn't because Lindsay Reed wouldn't have been in there because she was in the showdown, and she wins it. So anybody can win it. And so this would be a bet, and I guarantee you, if there was a betting public for this, this number would come way down if you got these five for one bet. But that's what makes it fun. So for the field bet, if you want to make it, I'm giving you John Gordon and Bad Company, Camden Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid, Cody Saucier and Dragon, Bryce Kenny and Great Clips Mohawk Warrior, and Bari Musauer and Zombie. Probably crazy. Good chance one of them could win it. 
But that's how we're going to make the field bet. And again, that's one of the things that, that makes it fun. It's not meant to say those are the five worst. It's meant to create an interesting bet where you get you get five good shots, but they're just not five that I was going to rank in the top ten. So they make uh, for a good field bet and an interesting wager. After all, that's what we're doing here is having fun. All right, let's go to the list now. And we start with at 30 to 1, Nick Pagliarulo and Kraken. Uh, so excited to see Nick get the invitation. The Pagliarulos, their story, as we all know, is amazing from, from the biggest fans in the world to one of the most fun teams to watch in the world now. And uh, just great people. Um, was thrilled to be on hand when Nick grabbed his freestyle win in Tampa earlier this year. First chance at World Finals. And it, that doesn't mean anything. I mean, he, he might go out there and, and go off. One of the things that we got to keep in mind and we'll develop as we go through here with some of these others. But again, there are some things in play, including making sure that you get through that first 30 seconds. Any truck that doesn't um, go more than 30 seconds gets a note, gets no score, not just a low score. They get no score. So I think some people and, and Nick may be one who's going to kind of play it smart, get his time rolling. And who knows what you can get that clock rolling, get a few hits, get a feel. We'll see what you can do. But Nick Pagliarulo on Kraken going to start our list off at 30 to one. All right. Next, we go to Kayla Blood, Soldier Fortune, again, making her world finals debut. That's nothing um, but a learning experience there for her that, that she's going to be able to grow from. But don't be surprised again if she's one that comes out and rocks the house. We saw her develop tremendously on her first stadium tour this year. Very popular with the fans, obviously. Uh, love the truck. And uh, Kayla just continues to get better every single time she comes out. And could she catch lightning in a bottle? No doubt. But again, when you're looking at this competition, somebody's got to have, have to have a little longer odds. So Kayla Blood sold your fortunes into 25 to 1. Next on the list, another guy who, if he if he goes off and does what he can do, could certainly win it. But again, in this group, he's going to be down the list a little bit in the odds. That's Mark List in El Toro Loco, twenty-three to one. Mark's odds. Um, he won a couple of freestyles early in the year, and um, I was just trying to grab the stat list real quick. Yeah, so he has a total of a total of two freestyle wins. I'm sorry. So he did get a couple of big stadium freestyle wins already. Again, this course is like no other. Um, they're going to throw things in there nobody's ever seen before. Mark, when he can straddle that edge, and it's the toughest edge to straddle of the spectacular to not being too much, he can compete with anybody. So pretty good number on a, a daggone good driver there. Mark List at uh, El Toro Loco at 23 to 1. Next on our list is somebody who's done well here before, and that's Brianna Mahan and Whiplash. Again, being in the arenas all year, it's been a while since she's done the stadium freestyle but uh, certainly she has had some impressive performances at Monster Jam World Finals in the past. And, uh, I expect a few people are, are going to think that uh, this one I should have had a lot higher up the list. But again, just kind of balancing it out, looking at the competition, and then considering, again, the fact that, that now in freestyle uh, could be a little more in play as an uh, advantage for those who have been on the stadiums all year. We'll put uh, Brianna Mahan and Whiplash at 22-1. to 1. Next on our list, we'll go to the team overboard entry. So you get Nice number here, 20 to 1, and two trucks for your money if you go with Team Overboard. Colvinard and Black Pearl, Jamie Garner in Overboard. Both have had their shares of success at times and certainly uh, would not surprise anybody if they do well. Now, you're going to hear me say that about a, a lot of these folks. But, you know, that that's, again, the thing that comes in. And when you look at Cole has such an outstanding year, um, you know, but he, he did win three freestyle competitions on uh, in stadium tour action. So, 
you know, this is a pretty good number on two guys who definitely are going to let it all hang out. Team Overboard comes in at 20 to 1. All right, next on the list as we move up, 19 to 1, Cynthia Gautier and Lucas Stabilizer. And uh, we've seen what Cynthia can do. Um, Cynthia is going to go big. And she's going to do some spectacular things. So it's going to be fun to watch. Uh, it's going to be fun to see if the truck holds up. And again, that's one of the things that I noted earlier. And I'll note it here, and I'll probably mention it two or three more times. If somebody comes out and goes bang, bang with a couple of, of, of huge hits and then ends up crashing or rolling it over and 30 seconds haven't gone by, they get no score. So no matter how spectacular they may have been in that short period of time, they'll get zero. They'll get no score. They won't be on the board. That's going to be something that's going to play into a lot of the strategy. So our driver's going to come out and start slow, try to make sure they get through the 30-second mark and then pick it up and start going big. Or is somebody going to say, I'm going to take that chance. I'm coming out with the biggest bonsai hit right off the bat. If I crash, I'm out. But if I keep going, I'm going to give myself a chance to win. It's interesting to see how those strategies play out. And Cynthia is certainly one who I'm sure is going to go back and forth on how she wants to handle that. But we're going to put her at 19 to 1, so she's a good price if uh, we were betting and you like the Lucas Stabilizer. And then in the 11th selection on our list, Tristan England and Earthshaker at 15 to 1. Again, uh, tons and tons of arena experience. Lots of two-wheel expertise to be able to pull some different moves off. Uh, certainly, Tristan is, is uh, a young talent um, with innovation and all the cool things that uh, he can do in that truck. So, again, got him in the middle of the pack, probably got him in about the right spot. 15 to 1, though, pretty good number on Tristan England and Earthshaker. All right, let's see who I've got in the top 10 on the Monster Jam World Finals morning line odds for freestyle. In the 10th spot, Kristen Anderson, Grave Digger, champion of the first ever female champion of a Monster Jam points-paying series, as she just wrapped up last weekend winning Monster Jam's uh, championship, Arena Central. What she has gotten is a whole bunch of freestyle wins this year. It was freestyle that led Kristen to that championship. Matter of fact, um, 21 total freestyle wins, if I'm looking at this right, and uh, that's over the course of that year, because again, they're going to have more in the arenas because they run more events. But Kristen Anderson is going to be our 10th selection at 14-1. to 1. Ninth selection, another Grave digger from the arenas, and that would be Brandon Vincent. Brandon, I think, is a legitimate player in racing. I think he's a pretty decent shot as a uh, potential somewhat dark horse. I mean, I've got him rated in the top 10, but at 12 to 1, that's a pretty good number. Again, adapting from the arenas to having more space. What are they going to be able to do? Again, can they make sure they, they're strong enough at the start without you know boring us for 30 seconds before they turn it up, but making sure they get the time in there? I think filling the time is going to be as important this year as ever before. This is an incredibly competitive field, and, and I think that um, – you know, fans are going to be – there's going to be some different scoring and there's going to be some experts added in, but the fans are still going to be uh, a big part of the scoring. And I think we'll, what we'll find with our hosts and everybody talking is reminding – and these are the best fans that we have in the sport. They're going to take it seriously and score on what they see on the track. And so filling that clock I think is going to be a really important factor. Brandon is somebody who could certainly do that and uh, move himself up the list. But I've got him right now uh, listed as uh, the ninth pick. The eighth pick, again – May get a few people saying, oh, he should be higher. I got Charlie Pawkin in Monster Mutt at 11 to 1. Uh, again, it's been 12 years since arguably 
uh, one of the greatest freestyle performances in the history of the Monster Jam World Finals was turned in by that man when he won the championship. Can he do it again? We all know that he can. So we'll just have to see how it plays out. Uh, he's a definite contender. In this group, I've got him as the eighth pick, Charlie Pawkin and Monster Mutt at 11 to 1. So then we get to the seventh pick, and that's the team screen entry. Jim Kohler and Avenger, Corey Rummel and Megalodon, 10 to 1, deservedly near the top of this list. Jim Kohler, the two-time world champion. Corey Rummel, maybe the most improved freestyler in the entire sport uh, over the course of these past couple of years. This would be a popular bet, I'm sure, to get both Kohler, Corey, and get 10 to 1 odds. Yeah, I'll bet a lot of money would go on that one. So Team Screen coming in at 10 to 1. Let me get the conversations mug out here for a second. Boy, when nobody else is talking, I have to stop and take my own drink again. All right. So now we're up to number six, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Number six, Weston Anderson, Gravedigger, nine to one. Um, a little bit like I said with racing, uh, you know, Weston this year um, won more freestyles than anybody, period. Now, again, the arenas run a lot more than stadiums, but Weston Anderson, 29 freestyle victories um, over the course of the Monster Jam uh, champion, Arena Championship Series East year. Um, he's also uh, a demon with donuts. Uh, he has come on strong in two wheels, so he's adding up the repertoire that will allow him, I think, to take it to the bigger track and more obstacles. You got to remember, with Weston Anderson, we're talking about the phenom. We're talking about a force of nature unlike any other. It's not just a 19-year-old rookie who, you know, got, got some training at MJU and was really good and got an opportunity. He's been training for this his entire life. Um, what I watched him do, and I know it was a mega truck and not a Monster Jam truck, but after breaking a world record jump to go in the freestyle he did on this huge floor his father and their, their team had built for freestyle at that event at uh, J. Oklahoma Mid-America Outdoor, you know, for Weston, it's like like a lot of people. Don't go too big too quick, but I think this may be the moment that has more buzz in that stadium, at Camping World Stadium, than any other. When we see as a group of now, I can be an expert, I can be a broadcaster, I can be whatever I am. At this moment, I'm a fan to watch Weston Anderson and Gravedigger in his first Monster Jam Stadium run, and it's going to come at Monster Jam World Finals 21. Can't put him at the top yet. I haven't seen him out there, but I'm sure not putting him near the bottom. So Weston Anderson is the sixth pick at 9-1. to The number five pick may surprise some of you because I bet some of you thought I'd make him the favorite. But Tyler Menega and Gravedigger is a solid number five choice at 8-1. to Tyler has been on a year that he has gone from – Weeks of absolute dominance to just weeks of surprisingly struggling. Now, when you look at, at the numbers for Tyler Meniga uh, across freestyle, 15 freestyle wins, that's the most anybody put together in a stadium. But when you also look at some of the other things that, that, that play into it, um, there's a little bit of an inconsistency. And again, this is the toughest course there will be. So I'm not saying that Tyler is not a legit, that number tells you he is a contender at eight to one. He could very easily win this thing. And that's why I have him in. Well, I'm going to continue to struggle with my clipboard here. Josh is laughing right now. All right. Technology's fixed. We got the camera back again. My apologies. All right. So Tyler Menegan, grave digger, is the number five pick on our list with odds of eight to one. The number four pick, 
He's been there, done that, and certainly is capable of doing it again. Todd LaDuke in Blue Thunder is the number four pick at six to one. Um, there's no one the side of Jim Kohler, maybe Cynthia Gautier, willing to go for bigger air. Now, when I mentioned earlier strategies about this idea of no score, if you don't go 30 seconds, you shouldn't be able to win if you don't go 30 seconds anyway. But it just really enforces the hammer that, um, you know, if you come out and do a front flip in 15 seconds and then crash, you can't win, no matter that you did that front flip. Todd LaDuke still could be a guy who, who would throw caution to the wind. Wouldn't surprise me. Finds that biggest air jump out there, as we've seen him do before. Comes roaring out and just nails it with the idea that as long as I land it, then I'm going to go big and win this thing. And if I don't land it, I don't get a score. I don't know if he'd be willing to take that attitude. It wouldn't surprise me because we know that uh, Todd LaDuke is going to hit some shots that uh, are going to be as big and as strong and as high as anybody we're going to see. So Todd LaDuke's the fourth choice. Definitely a contender to win this thing at 6-1. to one. My third choice, Adam Anderson, Gravedigger, 5-1. to one. Another former Monster Jam. Well, everybody on the list now, is, if, you're, if you're playing along you, at home, you know who's left on the list. Just got to see what order I put them in. They're all former world champions. Adam, uh, Gravedigger, and again, boy, it, to not win um, the, the championship, he was so consistent and strong across the board. Great racing records. It has some skills wins, has some donut wins. Won eight freestyles over the course of the year. On his game, he's still as great as there ever has been, arguably, and as great as there is in the game today for sure. So Adam Anderson on our Monster Jam World Finals morning line odds is the number three choice at five to one. The number two choice, Ryan Anderson, son of a digger, powered by Hoonigan, the favorite to win racing. If it's been, you know, so long since we've had the uh, the ultimate double down, as we used to call it, winning racing and freestyle in the same year that Tom Mintz was able to do uh, a few times early on, it, it would seem, and the, the odds are, are laying out here, if it were going to happen this year, Ryan Anderson is as likely as anybody to do it. I've got him favored in racing. I've got him as the second choice and just barely the second choice at 72 odds just behind the favorite. Son of a digger, powered by Hoonigan, I truly expect is going to have a huge Monster Jam World Finals in Orlando, and he's virtually as strong a contender in that number as uh, as he is in racing. 72 for Son of a Digger, powered by Hoonigan, Ryan Anderson. And the favorite in the Scott Douglas morning line odds to win Monster Jam World Finals freestyle, there you go. Tom Metz, Max D. I just think that this this is one that goes to the gut more than the stats. This has just been a, a resurgence, and not even needed a resurgence. Not he was down any. But Tom winning that tour championship this year. So many things have happened that have just seemed to uh, stoke his fires even more. And I just still believe that there is at least one more world championship in racing or freestyle in Tom that's going to go on Tom Mintz's resume. So if I believe that, why not it be in freestyle this year? So again, could have gone really with any of about the top, the top six. When I look at it, um, if I was willing to really jump out on the limb with, with Weston, certainly the top five, uh, I could have put any of them in the one spot. So at that point, it goes to the gut, the experience and believing that, 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 Tom's still got another one in him, so why not it be this year? Going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll recap all of the morning line odds for you. Talk about tomorrow night's show as well. Don't go away. 
And welcome back to our final segment, Conversation with Scott Douglas, the morning line odds for Monster Jam World Finals 21. Love everybody contributing to the chat room. was just uh, peeking during the commercial break in there. Interesting things. Filthy's always got a nugget for us. Um, so that Tom hadn't filled the clock since 2006 in freestyle, but uh, he's won he's won him since then. So, I, But I will say this. That might be just another thing. It's uh, it's about time for him to do it again, and we all know if he feels that he's going to be, he's going to be tough. All right, let's take a look for a recap, especially if you joined us late in the racing odds, and we'll put them up on full screen. By the way, I will share these next week um, on social media since uh, we won't be having new shows next week except for the new podcast we're going to drop in the middle of next week. Uh, this will be some of my social media content. Probably Monday and Tuesday I'll put them out uh, so everybody can kind of see them in a the social media form. But World Finals Racing Odds, the favorite is Ryan Anderson and Son of a Digger, powered by Hoonigan at 7-5, to five, closely followed by Camden Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid at 2-1. to one. Tom Mintz is the third choice in Max D at 5-2. to two. Then we got our run of grave diggers. Brandon Vincent, the fourth choice at 3-1. to one. Tyler Menica is the fifth pick at 7-2. to two. Adam Anderson, the sixth pick at 4-1. to one. Now we got another closely group bunch. Todd LaDuke, Blue Thunder, is a 5-1. to one. The odds on Barry Musauer and Zabi, 6-1. to one. Weston Anderson, Gravedigger, 7-1, followed by Bryce Kenny at 8-1 in uh, Great Clips, Mohawk Warrior. Charlie Pawkin and Monster Mutt, 10-1, Team Overboard, 12-1, Colvin Art and Jamie Garner. That's your two-for-one bet there. Cody Saussier um, coming in at 15-1, and uh, Tristan England, 18-1, John Gordon and Bad Company, 20-1. The Team Scream Trucks in racing at 22-1, Brianna Mahon and Whiplash at 25-1, and then the five-truck field is at 30-1. All right, freestyle odds. We kind of flipped at the top. Ryan Anderson still stays close to the top, but it's Tom Mentz at 3-1 to one as the favorite to win Monster Jam World Finals 21 freestyle. Ryan Anderson, the second choice at 7-2. to two. His brother Adam, there's a bit of, and if you notice, there's a little bit of a gap if you follow the numbers. Tom and Ryan really kind of right there together. And it's just a little bit of a gap. Then we go back to uh, Adam Anderson, five to one. Todd LaDuke at six to one in Blue Thunder. Another grave couple of gravedigger drivers with Tyler Meniga, eight to one. Weston Anderson at nine to one. Jim Kohler going to set the record or extend the record for being in another Monster Jam World Finals. And his buddy, his partner, Corey Rummel, team screen entry bet is 10 to 1. Charlie Pocket and Monster Mud then slots in next at 11 to 1, followed by Gravedigger driver Brandon Vincent and Kristen Anderson. Brandon at 12 to 1, Kristen at 14 to 1. Then Tristan England and Earthshaker at 15 to 1. Cynthia Gautier and Lucas Oil Stabilizer at 19 to 1. The team overboard entry is at 20 to 1. Brianna Mahan, 22 to 1 in Whiplash. El Toro Loco's Mark List is 23 to 1. Soldier Fortune's Caleb Blood, 25 to 1. Nick Paglia Rulo, 30 to 1 in Kraken. And then five, the uh, uh, again, the five of uh, five trucks that are in the field. Excuse me, third. I, I saw Greg Whitaker jumping in there, caught my eye. That threw me off for a minute in the chat room. Hi, Greg. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you on our podcast next week, Greg. You'll be able to refute all this. 35 to 1 for the field hey thanks everybody for tuning in it was a lot of fun to do this again i gotta tell you kind of enjoyed explaining it rather than having to just sit down and write it and justify every single thing it's much more fun to do it this way and it's much more fun to have your interaction as it's ongoing tomorrow night eight o'clock eastern time we continue to focus on monster jam world finals 21 when i'm joined by the stellar crew that is doing such an awesome job as the talent for Monster Jam TV on CNBC every Saturday. So I'll be joined by Leslie Mears, Scott Jordan, Colt Stevens, and we'll talk about their shows. We'll talk about things coming up. We're definitely going to focus on Monster Jam World Finals 21. Thanks for joining us. See you tomorrow night at 8 on twitch.tv slash Scott Douglas Media for conversations 
with Scott Douglas. Thanks to Josh Lee for really going above and beyond, doing a fantastic job putting all these graphics together uh, so we can kind of make this visually entertaining as well as hopefully uh, entertaining to the ears as well. Thanks to Matt Isbell, my executive producer, to Jordan Hicks for all the help he gives us. And, of course, couldn't do it without Josh. So thanks, Josh. Great job. We'll see you everybody tomorrow night at 8. Hello, and welcome to the Scott Douglas Media Channel. We stream live here every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for the talk show Conversations with Scott Douglas, a long-form interview program featuring big-name guests from the world of Monster Jam, motorsports, live entertainment, and more. On each conversation, you will hear directly from the superstars and key behind-the-scenes players telling their unique stories and offering tips and insights into their specific industry. You can watch each show for free when the conversation streams live or watch a show anytime at your convenience by subscribing to the Scott Douglas Media Channel here on Twitch. It's easy to do. Just click on the About button on this page and scroll down to get your subscription started. Subscriptions are as low as $4.99 per month, and Amazon Prime members can use their complimentary subscription to any Twitch channel that they receive each month as one of their Amazon Prime benefits to use that to subscribe and enjoy all of the entertaining and informative conversations that we have right here, live, three times each week. And be sure to check out the website, scottdouglasmedia.com, for the lineup of scheduled guests that are coming up on Conversations, and for details on the production services that I can provide. Thanks for visiting the Scott Douglas Media Channel and tune in every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time when Conversations with Scott Douglas comes your way live.